What's up, you guys? It's your boy Squinter with another episode of A Man and His Podcast with two very special guests. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. What's going on? I'm Scott Stanley. Of course you go at the same time as me, pal. I'm Jake Bosch, one half of the new guys. That's my boy, Tyler Stanley. Scott Stanley. So, uh, you guys are straight out of training. When you guys started training, was the whole plan for you guys to be a tag team? No. We actually uh, didn't know each other until we started training. But uh, we just bonded over, like, our shared love for, like, how much we wanted to put in. And just continued to ball out together and decided let's make it a thing. Mm. So what made you guys want to start training? Uh, For me, it was just seeing the indies for the first time and just seeing how much dedication and how much love and passion the wrestlers had for it. Uh, I had always watched WWE, but that was always kind of a, a television product rather than I felt like a love and a passion. Uh, but then I went down to New Texas Pro and uh, GCW whenever I was living in Texas. And that really just solidified that I want to do this. And so I started training uh, like lifting weights, putting uh, some weight on. And then once I moved up to St. Louis, I found the forge and it's the rest is history. And for you? Yeah, and for me, uh, for me, it was just like, I watched WWE growing up, obviously, like most kids. And uh, I just loved it. And then I played hockey for uh, 15 years and I just, I knew that was coming to an end. And I was like, I want something else to keep being athletic and keep doing stuff. And I was like, I remember I used to watch that wrestling thing. And, yeah, I just got back into it, started watching it for about a year before I decided to start training. And I've just been loving it since. So the name The New Guys, who came up with that? So it's actually kind of funny. Um, so I had my first match um, at WrestleMax, the first show that they came back, and the power went out. And uh, Ben was out there on the mic, but you couldn't hear him because the power was up. And so nobody heard my name. And uh, they just kept chanting new guy. So it was like, new guy, new guy. And like, I thought, I kind of thought it kind of was funny. And I liked the chant. And so I was like, hey, we should just make it the new guys. And yeah, we've just been running with it. And then another thing, the videos. Who comes up with the video ideas and is there any planning behind them? Uh, so it's a collective effort uh, for multiple different parts. Uh, I usually come up with a baseline like foundation of how the videos will be structured and specifically shot like uh it's not just you know we give it to someone and they film it i have specific instructions not just for us on what we're going to do but how the camera is going to the camera is almost kind of a participant in, in the promo as well like it's it's very much a character in its own right just like we are so um I come up with the foundation, but a lot of it is improv on Bosch's part and on my part. So for the, not your latest video, but one of your latest videos, the on your left one, how many takes did that take? One. One. Has there, any, has there ever been a video where you guys had to stop recording because you guys couldn't stop laughing or anything? Because I feel like if I was recording videos like you guys, I would have to like, Try. I'd have to try my hardest not to just start cracking up in the middle of it. So we usually cut before anyone laughs, but it's really hard to get me to laugh because 
I'm I I've been in the military for five years, so like once I get into, you know, the zone, like it's really hard to get me to break. So and then Bosch, Bosch is Bosch. So like he's trying to get me to laugh. So there's nothing for him to laugh at, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. if I laugh, yeah. it just it just fits. I mean, I'm just always mm -hmm. laughing and smiling. Yeah. One of my favorite videos is the grocery shopping one where you guys like it reminded me of the office in a way because when you would like when you made the soup comment, you guys would just both look at the camera real quick, but they didn't like acknowledge the camera at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's we we're actually going for that. We, we really wanted to break the fourth wall because uh, we wanted to do something different where we didn't want to announce the match that we're having at WrestleMax, but we wanted to tease it. That way, whenever it came to the announcement, it would, you know, because we're obviously not just by the title, the new guys, but we are new on the scene here. So, like, we need to do more than other people are doing to, you know, get our name out there and, like, really get our characters to be cared for by the fans. So if that means, you know, doing a... a something like an office skit or something like that to promote even a tease for a match that we're having at WrestleMax, then that's what we're going to do. And we're not just going to do it at the same spot all the time, every time. It's going to be a different setting. It's going to be a grocery store. It's going to be at the Arch. It's going to be stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite things about you guys is your entrance. You do the Polaroid uh, with a fan. How did mm -hmm. that come about? So I, um, so I'm 19. I'm much younger than uh, Scott, but uh, I through high school, like for four years, I've just been taking Polaroid pictures of my friends, and like I've got a shoebox of like 800 of them, and um, I just want. I knew that I wanted to, like, I knew I just took Polaroid photos. And I was like, why can't I do this in wrestling? Like, let's just take fan. Like, I think a fan would appreciate it. I mean, nobody's gonna be like, oh no, a free photo, and like, I think it'd just be a fun way to connect with the people who are there. And just like, especially if it's the first time seeing us because we're new, it's like, oh, okay, we should like these people because they're being nice to us. So I try to be as generous to the fans as possible. So do you give the photos to the fans or do you keep them? I give them to the fan. I, uh, yeah. Okay. And then the biggest uh, thing, the bi yeah, yeah, the biggest thing for mm -hmm. that is we try to, we try to find a kid before we go out there. Because, you know, if we take a picture with an adult, like, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But if, if we go out there and we take a picture with a kid, that means more because, you know, the, the kids are the easiest ones to start, you know, getting the cheers and getting interactions from. So if we can mm -hmm. get them on our side, then it's a lot easier to get the adults with us as well just by our wrestling. Yeah, and I also think that the kids are just more like – they're, they they want to bring something home with them. They want, like, they're the ones that are begging their parents to buy something at the merch stand. And, like, I mean, these are indie shows, so not a lot of the people who come to watch can afford to just dump a bunch of money into a merch stand. I mean, it already cost a lot to get a ticket. So to give a kid something free just to bring home and just to be like, hey, I was there, I think it's just really cool. And another thing about you guys that I love is your uh, shirts that you guys had at Anarchy, the ones that you hand-drew yourself. Uh when did you guys decide to do that? So uh, I randomly like, I just like, I knew we want, I knew we needed shirts because like we needed something to wear. Like I was wearing a jersey, and then I think he was wearing a cutoff, 
and I just I was I was, I was wearing like, nothing. I was just going bare chested. No. Yeah, I mean we were just we were just going out in other brand merch. Like I was wearing blues jerseys, so I was like, we need something to wear ourselves. So I made the white T-shirts originally just for us to wear, and then we incorporated it into like a video on Twitter as well. But um, then I was like, why not just sell them? Like we can sell them half the price of anybody else because it costs half the price to make them. And I just go to Target, buy a six pack of Hanes tees, and draw on them. Yeah, I, I really yeah. like that because. It has that personal touch to it, I feel like, also, with you guys hand-drawing mm -hmm. them. Yeah. We're actually working on something uh, soon to get something more uh, better quality made. It'll still have the same hand uh, hand touch because the font and everything will still be my font. I actually went through, like, a little, like, iPad thing where you can, like, write my own handwriting out and, like, have it scanned into a thing. But uh, we got something cooking up soon with uh, that'll be able to be washed and, like, stay as a shirt, you know? So, yeah. If you if you go to WrestleMax this Sunday, uh, you'll actually be able to see the first ever edition merchandise uh, from the new guys. So I'm glad you brought up WrestleMax this Sunday. Uh, how does it feel being able to face a tag team like the Premier in a such a big champions? Well, you know, obviously I've had my little spat with Campbell on X. But, uh, you know, obviously a team like that, uh, they're four years in. Uh, they have gone all over the place. They face some, some great uh, competition. So just, just the ability to work with them, I know we're going to learn a lot, but I would be lying if I said I'm not excited to punch Campbell Myers in the face. So and I reached I got, out. I got to give my respect real quick. He's my four-year vet. Campbell Soupman is my four-year vet. I cannot talk any trash. Cam I Campbell and is and uh, yeah, there's the whole premiere, like four year vets. Um, they're my vets. I must respect them and I will do that in the match. So after what Campbell told me privately, because I reached out to him and asked him if he had any since I'm having you guys on, and he replied and this is what he said. Let me find it. He said, ask them if their moms got the premiere shirts we left them. You know, uh, I think my mom did get it, but she burned it. So, sorry about that. I'll have to, I'll have to dial her up. She's in Aruba right now, so uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to check back with her when she gets back. Might have to intercept the package. Might have to wear that myself. Might have to wear it yourself instead of the new guy's yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. He's my four-year vet. I would have to respect him. I mean, why would I wear my own stuff? I would have to wear his stuff. So it seems like there's a conflict in game plans for this Sunday. It looks like Scott wants to just punch Campbell in the face, and it looks like Jake's going to do nothing but respect him. Are you, you guys going to try to get on this? That's that's hey. usually how it goes. That's usually how it goes. But by the time we get through the curtain, we usually get it together and in the ring we're we're a force to be reckoned with so i'm not worried yeah. i always respect my so, opponent but i still want to win so like i'm still gonna win i mean we're still gonna go out and there then and with the rest of the bracket uh for that tournament two of your guys' trainers uh mike outlaw and camaro jackson are you guys looking forward to potentially being able to share with them oh definitely yeah i think yeah yeah i think that's huge uh I, so Bosch has actually faced 
uh, Mike Outlaw in his in his debut match at or sorry not his debut match but his second match uh, at zero one and that was a great match and then I've I've worked with both those guys uh, not in front of crowds yet but I've I've worked with them in training a lot so that would be an amazing experience and they've helped us so much so I think it would just be a really cool full circle first full circle moment that. Um, would be great, especially afterwards whenever we would get our hands raised with the titles. Definitely. And then uh, this next segment, it is sponsored by Poddex. Poddex.com is a podcast tool website, I guess you could call it. And what they are is they have interactive decks. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to name off a handful of different decks that they offer. And I'll let each of you choose a deck for me to read a uh, couple questions from. Once it loads up. So the decks they have are, there's a deck on Would You Rather? There is one on the ball game and it's just baseball related questions and then there is one this or that which is just choosing this or that give uh, scott the, the baseball one give scott the baseball one yeah let's do it what is your least favorite baseball stadium and why least favorite is definitely the uh is it still called the coliseum out in Oakland, it is yeah. yep. atrocious. It is a just a complete slap in the face to every Oakland fan. Uh, they have they they are the one of the greatest fan bases in the entire league, but they get spat on by their ownership constantly. And what do they get out of return? They're gonna move to Las Vegas. Like I I truly feel awful for the city of Oakland. And I, I hope one day they, they get another baseball team who actually respects them. Well, not only is that that, but they're also they also lost their football team. Like I just, I feel you on that. Feeling bad for the city of Oakland. Yeah. Yep. You're taking someone to their very first baseball game. What do you tell them? Don't buy anything. Buy everything outside of the stadium. It's just it's just overpriced. There's no need. Like you can get everything you need outside the stadium, and it's it's probably gonna be like three times less as much as if you walk in and a beer is thirteen dollars or a hot dog is like ten dollars. You know, it's just it's not worth it. It's not worth it to buy anything there. And then a second part to that is, what is your go-to ballpark snack? You're at the ball game. What's your go-to snack there? So I'm going to break the rule that I just said. And what I usually do is I get four hot dogs and I get uh, two beers. And that usually lasts me the entire game. Do you buy them all at once? Yep. Because they, they, they come in the, the tin foil, so they stay warm the, the entire game. But what about the beer? I feel like the beer will get warm. No, because I, I usually don't have time to go in, like, the hot summer months. So I'm always okay. there whenever it's cold. So, like, it stays cold enough to where it's not, like, killing my hands because of how cold it is, but, like, just chilly enough to where 
I can I can down it if I have to. And for you, Jake? Uh, my ballpark snack. I'm more of a hockey fan myself, but uh, I do get to a Cardinals game every once in a while. I'm probably going to go for the pretzel. I'm a big pretzel and cheese guy. Um, I'll probably get one or two a game. They're pretty solid. Okay. Ballpark stadium and why? You said what was that again? Uh, favorite ballpark stadium. Bush Stadium. I, I've been I've been to Fenway. I've been to Kaufman. Love Kaufman. Uh, I've been to the Red Stadium, which is actually a really nice stadium, very underrated. But I mean, nothing nothing beats baseball heaven. You know, Bush Stadium. Yeah, I've been to uh, Bush and Red Stadium, and that's the only two. But I'd say Bush is better. I think a lot to do with it is also the atmosphere at Bush. Yes. I've never been to another one, but I feel like that's not just because I live here. I say that I feel like everyone that does come here does say that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, Jake, what deck did you want? Hmm. Let's go with Would You Rather. Would you rather? I just seen it. One second. Okay, here we go. Would you rather have lobster claws or hedge clippers as hands? And why? I feel like if I had hedge clippers, I couldn't wrestle. So I'm going to go with lobster claws. I feel like it's illegal to bring hedge clippers into a ring. I feel like that wouldn't be allowed. That's fair. And for you, I'd be Scott? quite the deathmatch wrestler, though. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd probably say lobster claws, just because like they clearly get around using them. So I feel like I would be able to. Uh, the hedge clippers, I feel like I just. What am I good for at that point? Other than you know trimming, trimming bushes, you know. I'm laughing because Jake's laughing. <laughs> what am I good for at that point? It's a bit dark. Would you rather consult a Ouija board or a magic eight ball for the answers to the or answers to the rest of your life questions? I'm gonna go with eight ball because a Ouija board doesn't move. It is fake. Ouija boards are fake. I've tried it so many times, it has never worked. Or even moved. I think I just got honest friends, you know? I didn't have that one friend that's, like, dragging it and trying to, just, like, trick everybody. No, nothing. I've never tried messing with one because I'm not messing with that. I don't blame you. But if my, if my story of, ne- of it never working teaches you anything, is to try an Ouija board because they don't work. Yeah, I'm guessing you go with the same answer. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't like messing with spiritual stuff like whether i think it's fake or not i I still i still that's a gamble and i'm not a gambling man so i'm I'm go with the eight ball would you rather never be able to use a gps again or never take another elevator again 
I'm going to say never do an elevator because I have no idea where I'm going half the time. I am phone right here on the wheel trying to figure out where I'm going. Seven, so I'm definitely going to I need that GPS. See, this is a hard one. This is a hard one because if you ever have to bring anything up like a huge building, that w- I would need an elevator for that one. Uh, what if but what man, if somebody man. else uses the elevator and I take the stairs? So you'd hand your stuff off to just somebody yeah. else? No, no, no. I'd get one of my like one of my fellows to help. Like we'd bring in one of the boys. He would take the elevator. I'd take the stairs. Okay. A lot of, lot of, lot of cooks in the service. kitchen there. A lot of cooks uh, in the kitchen. That's, that's how it's got to be because I can't use the elevator. And they would understand, clearly. Yeah, exactly. But how okay. am I supposed to get, like, if we're traveling, how am I supposed to get there without GPS? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, you could get a map. Maps? Yeah, maps. That's what a GPS is. No, nope. nope. can't do that. I need my phone. <laughs> Dang. No, no. <laughs> can't do the map. No. My answer is GPS, so I, I'm I not. I'm no that. Columbus. I gotta have. I'm it. no Columbus. And then this next question, every guest, and I asked you a similar question at Anarchy, and you just gave me a blank stare and no clue what I'm saying, Scott. Uh, the question is: If you could choose any Jersey Shore cast member to be your tag team partner, who would it be? I still have no idea what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> No? I have no idea either. I'm 19. All right. I I I, I, watch, <laughs> I watch the Marvel movies. Um, I already get made fun of all the time by everybody at training. They all are like, "You haven't seen this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie," and I'm like, "Don't know what to tell you." So that's all I got on that one. What is a Snooky? You also asked me that. Snooky is a character on Jersey Shore. Uh, Jersey Shore. You know what Jersey Shore is at least. Yeah, it's a reality, it's a reality show where they all hate each other, right? Or uh, they used to, and now that it's in the past, they love each other. Oh. Okay. But your answer when I asked you that at uh, Anarchy after the show, you just stared at me for like a solid five seconds, and you're like, "I Sounds I don't know." That's what I he know does. Of, I know I know of the Snooky because. I th- wasn't she on WrestleMania at one point? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all I know. I just know she has. They, they all have like really bad spray tans, like worse than most wrestlers. So yes. that's crazy. <laughs> yes. And then the last question that I ask everyone is a more serious one. It is: yeah. if you could give anybody a piece of advice, it doesn't have to be related to wrestling. What would it be? Just have fun. That's all I got. I just had, I just try to have fun with everything because you never know. Like, if you take something super serious, like, obviously you take it serious to the point where you want to, like, improve and get better. But, like, if you take it serious and you neglect having fun along the path, like, it, it's just no, there's no, there's no reward there, you know? Like, once you get there, it's like, well, what was it for? You know, half the fun is getting to where you want to be. And me personally, I like to have fun on the way. I like that. For me, it's, uh, for me it's be a good listener not just with your ears and it's going to sound weird because it doesn't make sense but be a good listener not just with your ears but with your eyes so whenever you watch someone uh make mistakes or watch someone succeed like don't do it with verbal actions just take that to heart 
and either stray away from their mistakes so you don't make them or go towards their successful path. Um, that way you're kind of following in their footsteps, but you know how to get there a little quicker than maybe how they got there. Okay. I like that one. I like that one a lot too. And then is there anything that you guys ahead of your guys' match? Mm, I don't know. I, that's all I got. I'm just ready to ball out, beat the premiere and win me some gold and call it a day. I'm ready to move on, and it would be, it would be amazing because WrestleMax I feel like is really becoming our home. Like I, I think we really gel well with the mission statement in uh, WrestleMax, so I, I want that to be our home for a while. So I think what a great way to start then to become their first tag champs. And then. Uh... If you guys want to plug anything like social medias, what shows you're going to be at in the near future, all of that, you can do so. Go ahead, the boss. The new guy, PW on Twitter, or X, whatever you call it. Um, you'll find both of us. We're like, uh, if you go to like the following, it's just us two. Um, and then look out for us at WrestleMax. I know we, we're going to do some stuff with Zero One hopefully soon. I don't know uh, what the, especially the TNT stuff, we're at that all the time. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All yep. right. And anything else you guys want to say before we end this? Uh, thanks for having us on, man. This was great. Yeah, thank uh, you. Anytime we get to do any podcast, it's a real blessing, and we're really grateful for the opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. And that's going to be it, guys, for this episode of Amanda's Podcast. Don't forget to follow them on X or Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at your boy Squints. Uh, and that will do it.